Welcome to the Getting Grid Podcast. This is Brad Pohl, your host, and we are telling the stories today of sinners and saints. There's never been a man quite like Abraham, a prophet quite like Jonah, but there's been lots of kings like King Saul. They say you can measure a thoroughbred speed with a stopwatch, but it takes a race to measure its heart. What do you measure the weight of wisdom with? Arguably, the purest example of leadership in history is that of Abraham. His first child was born to him when he was 100 years of age. When his son Isaac reached an adult age of about 30, Abraham ties him up on an altar to sacrifice him to the Lord. Why? Because God asked him to. When Abraham's wife Sarah dies at the age of 127, Abraham takes a new bride and fathers six more sons. Remember now, he's roughly 130 years old at the time. Someone told me he could never have wrestled Isaac down and put him on that altar for sacrifice. You have to laugh at this. I mean, Abraham was a man of resilient strength and moxie. Show me a man who can convince a woman to marry him at 130 years of age just so that he can raise six sons with her. You really think that a 30-something young fella is any match for that? Come on! This was the kind of man who had grit and the weight in God's wisdom. Plus, we have the story to prove it. He bound his son Isaac and placed him on an altar and raised the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham replied, Here I am! Abraham didn't want to do it. But he would have done it, because he reckoned God could even raise men from the dead. Abraham had some errors in life, but he did not hide from them, and God's grace reconciled him. Father Hugh Barber writes, The working of grace is always immediate and sudden, unmerited supernatural intervention in our mundane and fallen world, and in our fallen and unruly hearts. Scripture says Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. It also says, blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. And it says somewhere else in Scripture, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. There's nowhere to hide. Christ began his ministry saying, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. That at-hand comment should be translated as, when we repent, immediately and suddenly, our sins do not count anymore. There are a lot of gray-haired men and women in leadership today. There are a lot of 30-somethings that have found their way into those halls as well. Men and women are not reverenced by their gray hair. Scripture says, it rains on the just and the unjust alike. It is a man or woman's oath and the actions that follow them that bring others to call them faithful and righteous. The weight of the wise will always bring youthful leadership with a pretty face and a sharp tongue to eventually fall upon their own swords. We see in the story of Jonah, a prophet, called to go and warn the great city of Nineveh that God was going to destroy it unless the people repented. But Jonah wanted no part of this mission, and he tried to run run away. If he could have found a hot air balloon to carry him off to the land of Oz, he would have gladly taken it. But he lived in antiquity, so he had to try and run away on a boat, and he took a ship to a faraway land, but instead found himself tossed overboard and swallowed by a whale. Three days later, he's puked up on shore, 
not too far, of course, from the city of Nineveh. This had to be an attention-getter. There was nowhere to hide. Jonah gets to Nineveh, still believing that the people will kill him when he proclaims God's wisdom. He begins the three-day journey through the city, and halfway through, all the people and the leaders repent immediately, suddenly. The weight in God's wisdom shared by Jonah spared the city because the people listened. Then there is the story of King Saul, a leader who quickly discovered it was easier to serve himself. Oh, he claimed to be a devout follower of God and the faith, just when it was convenient, of course. He once asked David to bring back 100 foreskins from the Philistines as a dowry for the right to marry his daughter. Using what was made as a sign for the covenant between God and man, now as a sign for a dowry to himself. David went and killed 200 Philistines and brought their foreskins back in a warm sack, counting them out one by one to the king, just to make the point of the weight in God's wisdom of how cheaply the king had used a religious oath. The king did not listen. King Saul would end up being overrun by his enemies. And instead of being captured, he asked his armor bearer for his sword. And he took it and fell upon it. It says in scripture, it is God who changes the times and the epochs. He removes kings and establishes kings. Yeah, there's nowhere to hide. It says in the book of Daniel, he gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. The man who believes God, it can be credited to him as righteousness. We know this because we see men in our lives, real life characters that have acted knowing the weight in God's wisdom keeps them grounded. They don't run away. And we see their influence on the world. We've also witnessed their mistakes and the suddenness of grace as they've repented. If you hide and choose to stay there in some sort of way, will you have to ask your armor bearer for the sword so that you may fall upon it for fear the enemy will find you and bring what is left of you back in a warm sack? Seek the weight in God's wisdom. It will keep you grounded. And it's so. This is Gittin' Grit signing off. I hope you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com. And share this podcast with your friends if you've enjoyed it. Take a look at our quest. Join us on one of our great adventures, Dominus Bobiscum. <laughs>